This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. Yeah, very um, quickly, I found this paper in the archives of these in childhood called Sustained Inflation and Chest Compression versus mm. 3 to 1 Chest mm -hmm. Compression to Ventilation Ratio during Cardiopulmonary Resuscitation of Asphyxiated Newborn, the SURVIVE trial, a cluster randomized control trial. The research question of the paper is, well, instead okay, of doing... I'm sorry, hold on. I'm writing that one down. That's going to be a, a front runner for our favorite uh, uh, trial name. All right, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dampen a little bit. You while, don't... While the authors... Dr. Schmaltzer and colleagues did a very nice job uh -huh. at finding survive. It's a little bit capillotracted, as we say <laughs> in uh -huh. French. It's a little bit stretched, but uh, yeah, the name sounds good. Because right. I'll the I, an asterisk. Yeah, the I in survive is a one, first of all. Mm. So uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. We'll put it in uh, notable mentions. But the question they're asking is saying, instead of doing three to one uh, compression to ventilation ratio, what if we did uh, sustain inflation while you're doing chest compression, right? And would that help in uh, reaching the time to reach ROSC, which is the return of spontaneous circulation? If you've done NRP, ACLS, whatever, you know what ROSC is. So this was a cluster a, cluster, a prospective cluster crossover randomized controlled trial conducted in four hospitals across Canada and Austria. They looked at babies that were born above 28 weeks of gestation uh, requiring uh, chest compression. The exclusion were congenital anomalies um, and congenital heart disease required immediate intervention or if the parents did not consent. Uh, basically, they randomized the hospitals to either doing chest compression with sustained inflation or the three-to-one uh, chest compression uh, to ventilation. And then they crossed them back to the other intervention with a two-month washout period to allow for retraining. And the primary intervention was the time to reach ROSC. There were some secondary outcomes. And what do we mean exactly? So the three-to-one, I think everybody gets it. It's like one, two, three, breathe, right? I mean, that's, the, that's what we currently do. But the chest compression with sustained inflation is what we're interested in. So basically, what does that look like? You put the peak infl inflation pressure, the peak inspiratory pressure at 25 to 30 centimeters of water, so pretty high, and um, you deliver this breath for 20 seconds. Then you revert to just positive end expiratory pressure, a peep of either 5 to 8 for one second, and then you go back for another 20 seconds of sustained inflation. And you do this uh, for uh, uh, three times, and then you reassess their heart rate. Now, if after five minutes they still needed to resuscitate the baby, they would revert back to the three-to-one uh, chest compression to ventilation ratio. Now, interestingly enough, if you are familiar, this original power calculation looked for 200 patients to be enrolled, but then when the actual results of the SAIL trial, which looked at sustained inflation, actually came out, they temporarily stopped this current trial, the SURVIVE trial. They adjusted the inclusion criterias in order to account for the results of the sale trial. And if you need a, rem a reminder, the sale trial looked at sustained inflation in 23 to 26 weekers. And basically what they found was that the primary outcome, death or BPD, was actually higher in the sustained inflation group. And when they looked at death before 48 hours, it was also higher in the sustained inflation group. So that's what really led to a reframing of the of the inclusion criteria to actually include more term baby, no, more mature babies, like 28 weeks or more. And eventually, they had to stop the trial early because of funding constraints. So the poor investigators really uh, did not have an easy time uh, for something that's related to sale. It was a really stormy uh, um, research endeavor. But, um, 
there you go. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only 25 infants were ended up ended up being randomized, 11 in the sustained inflation and chest compression group, 14 in the 3 to 1. And basically, not very much to report except that uh, the time to reach ROSC was not different between the two. Uh, no significant difference, however, observed in neonatal mortality, brain injury, or other secondary outcomes. Um, and then in terms of the main safety outcome, which was mortality, they had 18% mortality in the sustained inflation compared to 57% in the conventional three to one group. Um, but I think this is something that, again, crossed my window and I was like, I'm going to read this. But yeah, so no real difference. Thank you for listening to the Incubator Podcast. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast or the Apple Podcast website. You can find other episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast app of your choice. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to send us questions, comments, or suggestions to our email address, nikupodcast at gmail.com. You can also message the show on Instagram or Twitter at nikupodcast or through our website, at www.the-incubator.org. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.